wonderful. Hey, you guys. This is Rebecca. Holy shit, you were recording? <laughs> and I'm Lily. And this is Just, Just Cooly Things. things. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get that. We had to change up our intro, you know? And I just... I thought this would be a perfect time. To you know what? Do what you got to do, Beck. All right, guys. Welcome back to Just Ghoulie Things. And we're your hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Um, so, we are just banging out these episodes right now. One, 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 one. But, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely not doing this again. Um, but, yeah. So, hopefully you guys liked last week's episode of the BEK. I actually think that's one of the best episodes that we've I agree. I really had a good time researching that because there wasn't any stories that weren't fucking creepy. And that picture, mm-hmm. even though we just filmed this five minutes ago, I, I yeah. saw chills. Like, I just can't. it's one of those pictures that stays with you. You know, like those pictures yes. when they like Photoshop lotus seeds into people's arms. No. And like it, you kind of want to just dig in and like pop the pop seed. It yeah, it's like or um. Do you like pimple popping videos? Yes, I am obsessed. Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, my God. I actually popped a pimple in your mirror last time I was here. Did you really? Yeah. I should have called you over. I'm sorry. I would have popped it for you. I love popping pimples. One time, I was at a friend's house, and I had... It, it must have been, like, in, like really deep under the skin, but I thought it was a spider bite or something. It was right on the back of my... Like, that bone by my neck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, could you, could you... I asked a friend, I was like, could you take a look at this? And she's like, sure. And she just poked at it just once because i'm like is it itchy is it irritated because i didn't think it was a pimple she literally just barely touches it and it goes (laughs) like right up her nose that's what friends are for are you still friends with her yeah wow that's a good friend i know i mean even for me i'd be fucking grossed out she was like oh my god lily i was like i had no idea i thought it was i wanted we were gonna like see like where the bite mark was you know what i mean because we wanted to know was it like an infected mosquito bite tick spider bite i like peeling dead skin like when you're in the sun and you get like i love oh like after uh like sun yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. like you remember in the austin powers movie and like he collects oh but then he eats them maybe don't eat them rebecca i I mean if that's the secret to how you get your body i will eat all the skin hey guys i know um it's highly requested about skincare routine yeah (laughs) i know a lot of you have asked about my skincare routine no fucking single sugar bear hair yes okay so anyway we are not promoting sugar bear hair in this episode but we are promoting our listener stories. So thank you guys so much again for sending in your stories. All of the stories we get are super dope. like And very well written. Thank you. You cannot even imagine how how much research we do with our other episodes where we have to edit people that have went to Harvard for journalism and we have to like put in punctuations and shit. It's insane. So thank you guys for your hard work and sending us your amazing creepy stories. Yeah. So, um, I think I start out this one, right? Yeah, you start this time. So uh, shocking twist of events. All right. So this one says, "Hi, Rebecca and Lily. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to send this story in, and finally decided to type it out. Who doesn't love a lighthearted ghost story? You are absolutely right, Damn Jamie. Straight. This is from uh, Jamie. Just mm-hmm. so you know, you are absolutely right, Jamie. So it says." 
I was probably in elementary school still when I went on a vacation with my family up to the mountains in Virginia. We always found cool houses to stay at, and this time my mom had found a huge old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Not ominous at all, right? Lily, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I think that's also one of my favorite memes I made with SpongeBob. What could you possibly go wrong? <laughs> When we left Florida, we asked my neighbors to watch my pet hamster. Their daughter was in her 20s and slightly crazy. Oh, like me. I'm in my 20s and slightly crazy. <laughs> Never having you watch my pet hamster. Yeah, especially, yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, so it says, like, my parents thought she was in a cult kind of crazy. I'm not that bad. No. Fascinated by cults, not in one. Yeah. Check out our other episode. Yeah. We, some Pants and Kool-Aid. Some Pants and Kool-Aid. I think that's one of our most listened to. It is. Um, we didn't talk to them often for the whole family was a little off, but still we were friendly neighbors. One night while sleeping in the farmhouse, I vividly remember waking up sweating. I woke my mom up and told her that my hamster had died. She brushed it off and tried to get me to calm down and sleep, saying it was just a dream, of course, but I was completely positive it was true. When we got home, the crazy daughter next door was waiting outside for us. She told us, shocker, that my hamster had died. She, she even made it a grave out of out front and buried it and everything. That's sweet. That's sweet. She probably was a sacrifice to the cult, though. That's probably how it died. <laughs> Did she wear sweatpants when she was telling you? Did this? she have an affinity for Kool-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is probably very upsetting. This is her childhood hamster and we're making shit jokes about it. You're welcome, Jamie. Anyways, so she even made it a grave out front and buried it and everything. I had to ask which day it had happened and she said the same night that I had had the dream. Of course. When I talked to my dad about that years later, he decided to tell me that he and my mom had in fact heard voices and doors opening and whatnot when we were there. But he tried to keep calm and not <laughs> your stomach. Your stomach is like background, like. The bitch <laughs> Uh, when, when we were there, but tried to keep calm and not tell me so I wouldn't freak out even more. I always thought pretty much everywhere was haunted when I was little, which is, I mean, same for me. And, and you, you probably, and yeah. Way. Me and Jamie's neighbor. But yeah, no, that <laughs> hamster is totally a sacrifice. So, sorry, Jamie. Um, <laughs> although it was spooky, I'm glad I didn't see any real ghosts or anything too wild. Anyway, thanks for giving me a spook and a podcast you enjoy. You're welcome. See you on the other side, Jamie. Thanks, Boothang. Thank you, Boothang. That was, a, that was a cute, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was lighthearted, but I, I'm still really upset about the hamster. I'm upset about the hamster, and it's it's actually funny. I had a similar dream one night. So my uh, first dog I had ever had, uh, her name was Peanut. Peanut. And she used to sleep at the end of our staircase. And the night that, I don't know, have you ever had a pet pass away? a hamster yeah wait really yeah he yeah. had a lot of you know when i was little i never realized this but apparently he had mad tumors all over his body Aww. yeah like they were just like bah, 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 and i just never you just thought he was it. i just thought it was just bumpy yeah so i don't yeah That's so he's sweetie pie but it's hard but it's 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 hard yeah. to lose a pet and the night that 
so Peanut, actually, when we when we got her, we rescued her from just a bad, like a basement in a bad neighborhood. She had just had a bunch of puppies, and she had had a botched um, neutering. Okay. And so her back legs couldn't separate too much. So to go upstairs, she would do one paw, two paw, and then, like, heave herself up. Oh. But it, was, it wasn't a struggle. Like, she was able to do it, whatever. Towards the end of her life, as she got old, though, her legs were giving out, she would always lay on the floor foot of our staircase so she could see upstairs the back door and the front door so she always knew what was going yeah, on yeah, yeah smart and of course she passed away at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. one night i had a dream and it was just peanut walking and her legs were separate her back legs were separating oh. happy at like happy as a clam smiling panting walking i, I can picture vividly up the top of the stairs and i woke up and she had passed away oh my god and now like in doggy heaven she's she walked up to doggy heaven yeah Yeah. and she's like so like she's able to be yeah oh bless oh that's such a good story yeah so so yeah so that's also another similar one of the dreaming of losing a pet before another funny one is one time we were pet sitting for my neighbors when we were all kids one of the fish that we were (laughs) watching i mean this is my neighbors we grew up with was um my mom went over to feed the fish and it had just like kamikaze itself out of the fishbowl onto the <laughs> counter my mom got there and was dead so she calls the parents and she's like so listen your fish is dead but i'm just gonna go to the store and get one that looks like it and we're not gonna tell the kids <laughs> That's amazing. My and, parents and did the she, same thing yes, to me and my fish. Yes. So so my mom goes to like the pet store, buys like a similar size goldfish, throws it in the bowl and tells the kid and like doesn't tell them. And like they just found out like recently. That that- I found out about mine like a year ago. My parents like you thought a goldfish would have lasted like six years. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you could have told me. And they were like, Rebecca, Goldie was orange, and he came. He, we like, and the next thing you know, he was silver. And I was like, I he lost his scales or something. I don't know. I thought he was that old. Like he like grew gray scales. Like I don't know. You know what? That is logical, though. Right? Okay. So kill me. Okay. All right. All right. Your my turn. My story. Hey, gals. I just wanted to share my ghost story from Gettysburg. Ooh, my yay. name is Shelby, and I'm from Indiana. I was on a ghost road trip and a friend with a friend of mine two years ago. We did an investigation at Waverly Hills and Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We had an amazing experience there, too. Gettysburg was the end of our trip, and we spent three days exploring the battlefield and the museums. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. We were staying at the Farnsworth House in the Sarah Black Room, which is the most haunted room in Gettysburg. We checked in. It was a separate building, and we went to the room to drop off our bags. Mm-hmm. When we were unpacking, we heard walking around in the hallway, and it sounded like someone else was in the house. When you walk into the house, it's noticeable because the wooden floors are very creaky. We oh, that always to... is a... That's an indicator. That's handy dandy, though, to see if there's a ghost or not. Yeah, for That's sure. a really good way. We were going to leave and explore the town and got turned around in the house. Everything looks the same, and there are a few doors out. We ended up in the dining room, and we heard someone walking around in the back. We walked down a small hallway and saw no one was there. We went back up the hallway and started again to get out. We found the correct staircase to a side door for guests. At the bottom of the narrow staircase are two doors on either side. My friend was in front of me, and as soon as I walked by the door, the door on the right started shaking. 
I looked down and saw the door handle. Oh, oh. wait a minute. Can I go see? Yeah. Yes. It's someone with the black eyed kid. I'm filming this. <laughs> I looked down and saw the door handle start moving and turning like someone was coming through the door. I told my friend to move faster because I thought I was going to be hit by the door. But the minute I was out of the house, the door stopped. I looked back inside and no one was there. I put my ear up to the door and didn't hear anything. We went back to the check-in desk to get an audio tour and asked the woman working who else was in the house. And she said we were the only people in the house at the time. She said that people have the same experience we frequented. She led us back to the dining room to show us the door we passed. On the side of the door in the dining room, there was a table pushed against it, so there's no way someone could have been moving the door or handle. We were thrilled to have an intense experience in our first half hour there. Like, yeah. like these girls are ecstatic. That would be me. Yeah. When we were sleeping, not so much happened. The only thing that did happen was that I woke up around 2 a.m., mm-hmm. dead hours, right? Looked in the bathroom and saw a little boy. Mm. Oh, no big deal. Just saw a little boy. I blinked and he was gone. There was a little boy that died in the bathroom after he was hit by a car outside in the street. I'm going back to Gettysburg this September. I hope more things happen. Thank you so much for letting me share. Keep up the great podcast, Shelby. Thank you, Shelby. Wow. The little boy in the bathroom. So quick. So maybe she, I mean, I wonder if there was something that he needed to say to her. So maybe when she comes back, there'll be another message from him. Ooh. Interesting. I like that. I love that. All right, Lil. So what's your next encounter story? All right. This one says, hey, gals, it's either Elena or Elena. We're going to go with Elena. And we're going to go with Elena for the day. She's one of our Patreon donors. So shout out Elena. And we also sent uh, your stickers and signed flyer to you. So you should be receiving that by the time this airs. Hey gals, Elena here. I was listening to listener stories and I thought I'd share some nice positive ones. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) I lost my mother a little more than two years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. So sorry. And I haven't really had as many encounters with her after as I would have liked. She comes mostly in my dream... She comes mostly in dreams to my dad to tell him he's spending too much money. (laughs) And once in my dreams to tell me she was happy I moved to London to give me a hug and gave me and she gave me a hug. Yeah. But two incidents with incident. God damn it, Lily. Instances. Two instances within one month of her death resonate with the protective nature of guardian angel type stuff. A week after she died, I was trying to sleep. Some context. When I was little, I was so afraid of the dark and still, and am still little to this day, which actually I am afraid of the dark too. I'm 22 years old. Yeah. And so is my dog. Oh, Faithy. I know. Um, My mother would always come to my room in her nightgown and lie in bed with me until I slept. I was trying to sleep that week after her death and I was having a lot of trouble doing so. Obviously, my mom died. Ha ha. Oh, the little ha-ha in there gets me. And I was feeling particularly vulnerable that day after wrestling around a bit and waiting for some semblance of sleep and I felt a breath on my face and hand resting on my shoulder. I obviously thought it was my dad coming to comfort me after losing my mother and I pulled the covers down past my eyes to thank him. 
To my surprise, nobody was there. I know, right? I wasn't scared or anything. I only started to cry because I knew it was my mother, still not in her resting place, for we could, for we only could bury her seven months after her death in her home oh, country. Oh, wow. So sweet. So, like, she wasn't in her resting place and her daughter needed to find her resting place. Well, maybe, I think, I like to look at the pause and be like, maybe even if her body hasn't fully rested, like, in the ground... She was just there to let her know that, like, she's moved, like, she's yeah. passed on to the other world and she's okay. She's okay. And she's yeah. just there to comfort her. Exactly. Also, during that month, I was in Mykonos trying to enjoy life. <laughs> I just think about Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is Mykonos. That's how I knew how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that gif of Lindsay yes. Lohan dancing? It's such a mood. Oh, that's going that's to be me in Miami. That's going to be a meme on my meme. phone. Is that? All right. Um, I was sitting on the beach with friends when I was just praying that my mother would show me something, do something, so I know she's not gone from my life. I'm going to tear up here. And at that moment, a black shadow falls violently onto the water and makes a splash, and I jump backwards, startled, and my friends asked me what happened. This kind of reminded me of Moana, mm-hmm. right? And I just said I saw something, and they reassured me nothing happened. But it couldn't be a coincidence that right when I asked for something, something only yeah. I could see happen. Sadly, since we raid, sadly since we laid her to rest, we have, we have, there have been less <laughs> instances. Sorry, I'm like getting really emotional, so <laughs> I'm like, there have been less instances of activity. But I do feel that sense of calm people report when unnerved or something and. Or something, and I always like to think that's my mom trying to keep me calm as always. And the dreams have come too, but not that frequently. Thank you guys for this podcast and taking time to read this, Elena. Aww. I'm like actually very emotional <sighs> right now. It's such a good story. And I, I mean, know. she's always with you, and I think that you don't really need to always experience, like, you just need that, like, like that one experience where she just asked and she saw that shadow and only yeah. her saw it. I think that's just verification that just you don't even need to see them all the time to know that they're there. There will be signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that she's in a, in another place. Yeah. Something bigger than this, which but is she's crazy. Not gone. Yeah. No, definitely not gone. Okay. So my next story reads I've had a few experiences. If you want to talk about it on the show, I don't care if you use my name. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> my first experience was last year or two years ago. My great uncle passed away when I was about eight. I wasn't really close with him, though. We have a lot of items from his house. Well, I had a bad day at school, and when I got home, as I walked through the door, I heard the voice of an older man, who I believe was my great uncle, and it said, Hello, it'll be okay. Aww. For a few weeks after, I'd hear him say good morning or good night. I love that. After my father, um, after I told my father about what was happening, he told me that most of my family on his side had been psychic mediums. I still occasionally hear the voice, and I do tarot readings on the table that we got from my great uncle's house. Ooh, sign us Mm. up. My next experience. Sign us up. Who wrote this? Haley. Sign us up, Haley. Yes. And so she then continues by saying, my next experience has been happening since I started dating my boyfriend. Whenever I didn't feel well, I suffered from terrible migraines, I would see the figure of a Marine in his dress blues. He looked just like my boyfriend. I knew he would believe me if I asked him about it. He's also a medium, so I did. He told me that he had a great uncle who looked like him. 
He had asked his great uncle to comfort me and make sure I always feel safe. I still continue to see the Marine. And that's crazy. Great uncle. And then her great uncle passed. So it's like great uncle. The great uncle. Great uncles united. (laughs) That's wow. Oh, and that's. He's a keeper. He was having his spirit guides. That's so sweet. Great uncle come and make sure you're okay when you have migraines. I don't know too many men that'll do that. Nope. One last story, even though I have quite a few like this. Send the rest in, Haley. Yeah. My boyfriend frequently goes on hunting and fishing trips in different states and Canada. Well, about a month before he went on one of the trips, I started having these terrible feelings and dreams about his hunting trip. Mind you, it's fourth quarter in school and I've studied for exams. Well, as the trip got closer, the nightmares and feelings got even worse. It was to the point where it was hard to sleep and I could barely concentrate on my exams. I told him to be careful while on the trip and he would laugh and joke about my warnings. The week-long trip was almost over, and he hadn't said anything bad had happened, and I thought he had avoided whatever I had the feelings and dreams about. But on his way home, he and his father got into a car accident. Both of them were fine, but it could have been worse. And they were stuck in Canada for an extra day. He called me and told me that I had been right, and when they got hit, he thought about my warning. Love, a listener who loves the paranormal, Haley. Wow. I do, I mean, I think that intuition and gut like always go with your gut i know it sounds so cliche but like well it's like you said that one time about deer you know when you're like yeah. driving you're like deer, deer, deer yeah deer. and i yeah. yeah that's crazy well i'm glad that they're okay yeah that's the most important thing is that they're okay a lot of these listener stories we picked out are mostly very uplifting i think we needed a positive yeah why not why the hell not all right well all right Back to me, the best part of the podcast. No offense, Rebecca. Hello, lady. Yeah, right? Uh, It's nice to not be the trigger one for a change, just saying. Hello, ladies. I am a massive fan and love listening to your podcast after my long days at school and at my gym. Oh, thank you. I am from South Australia, and I live with my family here in Adelaide. I have a short story for you that my mom and I witnessed about three years ago, and I still think about it all the time to this day. So my mom and I love finding old family members and looking for their grave sites to place flowers on them and show our respects. That's a really, that's, nice. that's a sweet thing to do. That could be fun. Um, maybe next time. Where's uh, a lot of your family laid to rest? They're all over. I know that like, my grandmother on my mom's side is buried somewhere in like Lodi, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And like there were other family members of her that were buried there and but there are different last names that like we didn't know. And then we found out that she actually had a different uh, last name. It was just it, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. My mom's side of the, my mom's mom's side of the family is very weird. I don't know. Yeah. My my mom's general side is pretty neat. They're the German Norwegian, so they're efficient. So they're like, Okay, we're all gonna be here. So we can kind of just track them down, but my dad's lines all over the place. place. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways, but that's a that's a that's a cute thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I always feel bad for seeing those like old stones that like you know no one's visited in decades. And oh. now I'm sad. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> I had to make you miserable at some point during this episode. Oh, haven't you seen my life lately? Oh. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm so sorry. So, um, let me see. Where was I? Where was I? Uh, anyway, 
One day, we found out that my great-great-grandma was buried in a graveyard not that far from our house. So, of course, we grabbed our border collie, Gemma, and went straight there. We searched on our map and the plot that she was buried in, however, when we got to the tombstone, the engraved writing had completely washed away due to the stone being worn away as the grave had been there for many, many years. Yeah, it's always sad when that happens. The plot was overgrown with weeds, so as my mom and I were quite upset that we couldn't read any information on the tombstone, we instead decided to clean up the plot a bit and started pulling out the weeds with the help of our dog. Aww. That's a good dog. That's so sweet and very thoughtful. Yeah. Anyway, after a few minutes of us clearing away the weeds, I looked up to see the difference we had made, and I was absolutely shocked to see that I could clearly read everything that was on the tombstone. I was so confused and thought I was just hallucinating or something, so asked my mom if she was seeing what I was seeing, and of course she was. We had no idea what to do with ourselves, because we never thought about something like that happening. It was extremely bizarre. Anyways, we left after placing flowers down and paying our respects, and we knew that she was 100% still listening to us complaining <laughs> that we couldn't read her tombstone. <laughs> thank you so much for all the work that you two ladies put in for us listeners. Well, thank you, Chelsea, for this amazing story. A huge congratulations on hitting 1,000 followers on Instagram. She threw in some clap and a heart emoji. I like you already, Chelsea. You girls totally deserve it. I'm very keen to hear who wins your giveaway. <laughs> I totally entered, of course, because I am a massive reader. Sorry for the long email. Love, Chelsea XXX. Oh, well, thank you, Chelsea. Love and you, Chelsea. Even though um, you did not win the giveaway. We will have many more. We will definitely have many more. So you definitely have your choice of... Um, of you know continuing to submit yourself like i tell you guys because we put it into like a generator and then that's how it picks um the more times you comment the more likely you'll get picked so just keep tagging friends keep tagging friends all right my last story and the last story for this episode is hey ghoulies my name is sammy and i recently started binging your podcast and loving every yeah. I'll just dive in because I'm not very good with the intro into my stories. <laughs> Instead of my first encounter, I'll just tell you my whole ghostly life starting with my mom's dream. Let's do it, Sammy. Okay. So I ended up picking her, like, most of her, like, ghostly encounters starting from, like, okay. how little she was. Like, okay. Just because she wrote so much that, and I wanted to use some of her stuff for future episodes. Okay. So. Just so you know, Sammy, your other stuff will be used in future episodes. I just chose some of it for this encounter. Well, I'm glad we I'm glad that we did get a lot of the content, especially at once. That yeah. way we won't have to dig around exactly. for which ones. Okay, continue. My first ghost encounter I can remember was in our second house. We moved to this house when I was eight months old, so really my first house, and I lived in five houses with my family in my life. My sister and I shared a bedroom, and since I was the younger sister, I got to sleep on the lower bunk. While living there, I remember having these really odd dreams about a man standing at the foot of our bunks, all black, just like a shadow that was being illuminated by the hall light, which was never on at night. I couldn't see him at all, um, or I couldn't see all of him, I'm sorry, because his upper torso extended above my bunk into my sister's domain, and he would just stand there, but it was always an eerie feeling. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Um... When I was nine, my parents told us we were moving to Iowa, of all places, which hey! sucks, by the way. I love Iowa, she Sammy. Goes, Sorry, people who live in Iowa. Don't diss Iowa. You ever been to that fair? <laughs> I fucking love 
have that fair. I'm going this year. Meet me up. Meet up with me, Sammy. Meet up with me. (laughs) And that's when the dreams got more terrifying. Instead of just standing at the foot of our bunks, he would just start crawling up my bunk until he was parallel to my body. In my dream, I would close my eyes and in real life, I'd wake up to someone's breath on my face. Once we moved to Iowa, we had experiences at that house from people running up and down the stairs when you were home alone, or I remember going to the bathroom upstairs and hearing conversations coming from the hall or my sister's room when I was in the bathroom, but once I opened the door, they would stop. Mm. The previous experience I had was once when I was asleep, I woke up to this super loud noise from the living room, which is at the back of the house, and my bedroom is at the front. It sounded like the THX sound at the... Oh, oh th- no! A, I saw... Uh, the sound at the beginning of the movie, which is like the build-up sound. Yeah. Just like, Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. So I got up and went to the back of the and checked because we did have surround sound, but nothing was on. Everything was off. So I went. So I went to my brother's room, which was closer to the living room than my room was, and woke him up, but he heard nothing and everything else going on in the house. It was just too creepy. When we moved back to Kansas, I only had one odd, unexplained experience. One night, my sister and I were home alone and going to be all night. So what do we do? Get snacks and watch Failure to Launch, of course. <laughs> so as we were watching it, we hear this giant bang from the basement. So I grab a knife, and my sister runs to her room and grabs one of the posts from her four-poster that had broken. And we enter, we search the entire house and find nothing. A little spooked, we finish the movie, then do our rounds and lock up the house and windows and go to bed. My sister woke me up in the morning, kind of disheveled and panicked. I asked her what was wrong, and she grabbed me out of my bed, and I noticed her keys in her hands, and she was wearing shoes. She pulled me to the front door, which was standing ajar about half a foot, which made no sense because I remember checking it the night before when we came Mm -hmm. up from the basement after searching the house. This made no sense. My sister told me she checked the house again and nothing was missing or moved and no one was in the house. That's so, like, that just feels so violating that someone was in your house and didn't let them in. What I would automatically be wondering, especially if I moved in soon and this started happening, was like, how old was this house? What's the history? Did shit go down in this house? I need to know the history of anywhere I'm staying, for sure. If anyone died, yeah. I asked her why she had her keys, and she said she saw the front door open. She grabbed her keys and got in the car before remembering I was in there. <laughs> yep, she was just going to leave me. We still have no explanation for it, and when we told our parents about it, they laughed it off and said the usual, well, there must have been some logical explanation for it, which no one could think of. Finally, in my parents' house they live in now, I've only had one experience too, and that was uh, when they were moving in when I was 16. I was taking boxes down to the basement for storage, and as I'm walking back up the stairs, I stop on the landing to look at the sump pump to my left, and hovering over it was this little girl. She was transparent, but solid enough that I could see her white dress with black trim. <laughs> with the black trim, so it's different. White dress, thank you. But the further down her extremities, you went, you went, she disappeared, and you couldn't see her hands and feet at all. In hindsight, the scariest part was she didn't have eyes. She just had black pink, ah! her eyes and feet, black eyed kids. Listen to our last episode. And when I looked at her, I didn't feel scared. I just felt like she just wanted to be seen, and I just went upstairs. Now that I'm 24, I'm more open about what's happened in my life, and my mother pointed out that when I was a baby, I used to talk and play with people, things that weren't there. 
and she was convinced that I'm more spiritually sensitive or awakened or whatever you want to call it because I'm almost always the one that's had these experiences until last year. Ooh. There's what happened mom. last year? I was sitting with my sister watching Jimmy Fallon reruns because she's a mom and never gets to watch anything anymore. We got on the topic of the paranormal and I told her I've always had weird things happen to me that I'm not sure that every house we live in has been haunted and I'm sure that it's just because I'm more sensitive and that it's drawn to me except the second house because that one was just all over messed up. And she looked at me and says, yeah, I used to have some messed up dreams there that creeped me out, especially before we moved. I looked at her and said, did you see an all-black silhouette of a man? She went white and said, did he crawl on you and breathe on you before oh, we moved? Oh, no. Yeah. We sat there stunned in silence for a while and then changed the subject. For all these years, I just thought we were having bad dreams. And if they were, what are the odds that my sister was having the same one? That's ones? insane. I can't explain it. But it's something I think about often. Sam. Sam, that was a lot of fucking information and thank you for it all. That was insane. That was a roller coaster. That was, that that could be a movie. Yeah. You know, that whole premise and the fact that she has more. Yeah. Definitely. I see some movie potential. Yeah, I get Blumhouse on that shit, Sammy. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, and then the fact that The real THX sound. Right? Like, the sister had the same... That was a really good sound. Thanks. The fact that her sister <laughs> had the same, what they thought was dream, yeah. that's fucked up. Well, this is the thing. When I have a bad, and we've been over this, that I have night terrors. Yeah. And it's, I had one real bad one the other day I need to tell you about. Okay. Um, but whenever I wake up from something like that, or I have like a spooky feeling, the first thing I do is I have to tell someone. Oh, I cannot. Sure. So if I were in her position and I was like, you know, and I felt that I would not keep it a secret. I'd be like, you guys, guess what happened? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, You yep. know, not even necessarily just to see if it happened to anyone else, just so that everyone's on the lookout. Yeah. You know, so props to her for being able to hold that inside because I would have just been yelling that out, nope. letting everyone know that I had seen that. Yeah, so on that note, that ends our fourth Encounters episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys don't already, follow us on Instagram, Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Our Twitter, JGT Podcast. Our Facebook, Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Um, also, for this episode, feel free to rate and review. Ideally, five stars and an awesome review saying how mm-hmm. awesome we are and how much you love us. N- n- not, not to brag. Not to brag at all. I think we're pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. But whatever, I may be biased. Um, and then, don't feel... Don't feel scared to uh, donate some money to us. Yeah. Just as little as a dollar a month can get you a lot of cool benefits. Lily and I are working on some awesome stuff for our Patreon donors. Uh, so you get some exclusive uh, clips for, uh, from us. Um, and if you or someone you know has a scary uh, paranormal experience that they'd like to share, even if it's not scary, they're happy, sad, whatever. Paranormal. Email us. Yeah, email us at... <gasps> Just go things podcast at I, gmail.com. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I'm going to get so extra with it at the end of every episode. Yes. I'm so excited. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, Boo Fangs, and we will talk to you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.